Hello and welcome back to the preseason NTT podcast for Drive the Lane, where the motto is, if those who can't play basketball coach and those who can't coach, coach online basketball. Mm. Uh, I, I am your host today, uh, Coach Jimmy Neutron. Uh, we're going to mix it up a bit because I'm going to host and then I'm going to throw it a little bit more to Coach Bo. So, uh, Kyle, how you doing? Not too bad. Happy Good. to be here. Good. And then we've also got Coach Cheese off of a little bit of a rough uh, signing day. How you doing, Coach Cheese? Oh, you had to bring it up. I did. What's I did. up, nerds, as they say? Dude. Doing okay, man. Trying That's to, what the kids are saying the these days. Yeah, yeah, the kids. All who, the kids. Who, who are one year younger than you. Um, <laughs> are you? Uh, I didn't yeah, know I'm than Kyle. I, I don't know how old you are, Cheese, but we don't need to get into it. I just uh, turned 31. Wow. Two getting years old. Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good luck with death. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting up to a great start. Right, right. Yeah. Now. I'm feeling it right now. All right. We're going to talk about the Washburn group. So the Washburn group is made up of Blacksburg, Lansing, Lake Tahoe, and Flagstaff. Honestly, a, a really good group. Uh, I think that the, this has three significantly good teams, um, and we're going to go ahead and jump into that so we're going to start with the one seed of this group blacksburg uh they're coached by coach blue skies out of conference seven uh they are the 20th ranked team coming into the season um after making a good preseason ntt uh run last year they just absolutely smoked us in the playoffs uh they lose the 117 120 class and add a 101 51 class which means top end talent for days Mm -hmm. uh they play galveston uh who ranks 51st and Miami who ranks 60 or 6th sorry in some of their out of uh region games what do you guys see here in Blacksburg Yeah I mean they're they're just talented top to bottom you know Hunter Prigs back um I love the uh I mean Shoemaker and Fry and I mean really all their players you know are just so talented mm-hmm. you know and then you uh <laughs> I mean, and then you bring in um, a guy like Fierro, uh, you know, who looks just like um, really good bench depth for them. I feel like he's uh, probably the best player in that class, but I'm not exactly sure just because it's always hard to tell when guys aren't huge scorers. But right. I really like Fierro um, mm-hmm. based on some of his, uh, his stats. So, I mean, and it's always nice when you get um, – they have one player on their team that's really good. I, it's, that, that, that's all I'm trying to say because mm-hmm. uh, because of the disparity between um, Sherwood Hoops and Hardwood. So uh, right, yeah, and and I do think Fierro's good, but I think the guy that's really good in that class might be Andrew Carpenter. Yeah, I mean, fifty six percent true shooting is no slouch, and almost five assists. I think it's exactly what I think it's exactly what they needed to replace in a backup point guard with Lucas Washburn leaving. Um, I guess the, the group's namesake there. Um, yeah, you know, the one, one class, the returning, the one, one class, uh, who's now juniors. And then you've got Luke Fry and Hunter Prigg who are great players on their own. Um, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, I think this team, they're going to have, I would assume the same starting five. And then you plug in some of these new guys. Um, so yeah, they look really, really talented. Yeah. I mean, this is absurd. They lose their two NAs. Uh, and their backup right. point guard that they replace, right? Uh, who was their best bench player last year? But then they get to add Guy Fierro to their team. He's going to be taking the bench to Flavortown. I mean, mm-hmm. this team, this team just got so much better after 
I mean, they had a disappointing run in the NTT. They lost their first round game, which was a surprise to a lot of us as a one seed. Um, but I think that this team is just super, super talented. Luke Fry at small forward. What were you going to say, Kyle? Well, I was just going to say the um, the Blacksburg uh, student section. I know they can't go to the game, but they've been like popping in on the virtual fandom um, mm. type things. They all dyed their hair like they bleached their hair blonde just on the top. <laughs> um, in in honor of uh, Guy, I mean Tyreek. Tyreek, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's going to be so many Flavor Town signs at their games, virtual, yeah. virtual signs at their games. Yeah, super exciting. Um. All right, let's go ahead and go to the next team. Uh, so we have the Lansing Blue Collar out of Conference 15, coached by Coach Sam Whelan. Uh, he has had a little bit more luck than his brother these last couple of years. He did lose the 18-18 uh, squad, but he adds the 38-34 um, recruiting class. Some notable uh, out-of-region games. All three of his out-of-region games are pretty tough. So he plays number 26, Scottsdale, number 8, Frankfurt, uh, mm-hmm. and then the number 68, Erie, who I think is a lot better than their ranking. Uh, what do you guys see here in Lansing? Uh, well, the first thing I see is losing Sean Block and Gustavo West. I mean, mm-hmm. um, that is a really tough backcourt to replace. Um, and they did get, you know, a class that looks capable. I, I don't think on paper these guys look as good as Block and West. Um, but I'm I'm guessing here – well, I think all three of these guys can play, you know. It's yeah. obviously a pretty highly ranked class, but it'll be interesting. It looks like Peyton is the best passer out of that group, um, and it'll be interesting if he wants to go with that. Peyton also turns the ball over the most out of that freshman. Um, or if you look at a guy like Jacob Savage, who played the backup point guard mm-hmm. last year, um, does he get the nods at, you know, 64% true shooting and also a couple assists per game off the bench? Um, so it, I think it's a big question mark, not in terms of do they have enough talent, but just in terms of what is the rotation going to look like and how are these freshmen going to fit into the system? Yeah, I mean, Wheeler is a stud. Uh, you know, he I mean, he didn't have the greatest field goal percentage, but that's what happens when you shoot 6.73s per game. You know, uh, you take those out and, you know, I would guess he'd be over 50% or at least pretty close. Not as great of a free throw shooter as you'd want him to be, but... You know, 5.5 rebounds for a a 6-2. Oh, nice. I agree. (laughs) Um, For a 6-2, yeah, 6-2 point guard, uh, 1.4 steals. I feel like, I mean, 9.1 plus minus. I mean, this guy, this guy's going to be a stud. I mean, you can't step in for Sean Black. And he's he's not the shooter Sean Black ever was or ever will. And he probably will never be that kind of shooter. But... His defensive tenacity, I mean, he's just great across the board. Um, he was one of my favorite recruits coming out, uh, and uh, Sam got a great a great get by uh, a clear lead on him. Yeah, I agree. I, I am interested in what they're going to do with power forward. I mean, they graduated Caleb Walters, who started for mm-hmm. them, but he was only 6'6". They have a couple of 6'8 guys, Corey Knox, whose brother – uh, ha- Kevin has been a bit of a disappointment in the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, and then David Goldenberg – Maybe maybe they put Golden Bird next to the uh, the Polish powerhouse Joseph Marzlak, but I, I don't know what they're gonna do here. Um, yeah, I wondered if they would bump Leon up. Um, yeah, I feel it looks like, like we saw some time last year. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like he should get time. He was such a big tie that um, Coach Whalen, Coach Sam Whalen won 
you know, and he shot pretty well in the seven games that he did play, 59% true mm-hmm. shooting percentage, but maybe it was the defense that just couldn't hold up for him or something. I'm not sure exactly. Right, right. I mean, zero steals and 0.7 blocks um, in those seven games is, or per game is uh, is pretty rough. I mean, it'll be interesting. I th- I think that this is going to be a really, really good Lansing team, um, and we'll get to bit predictions in a bit, but I think because Blacksburg sort of returns uh, stability and Lansing's still going to figure, figure it out, I think something big in the preseason NTT is just like returning stability because it's the early uh, NTT, you know? It's like, yeah. so uh, we'll, we'll get to that uh, when we talk about predictions, but let's go ahead and talk about our next team. So this is a three seed in this region, Lake Tahoe Crusaders, coached by uh, KGB Teddy 2. Uh, we're not, we're not going to say anything bad about them. Uh, I, I don't want to disappear. I love my life. I love my family. Um, you know, sure, he's a nice guy, but they are the 134th ranked team. Uh, coming into the year. So they lose the 157-141 class, add the 124-113 class. So they theoretically should get better. Uh, The one tough game they play outside of the region is Miami, the sixth-ranked team. So what do you guys see with Lake Tahoe? I mean, you know, you lose your big man, your center. Um, That's that's always hard, uh, Esminger. Lucas Legros, you know, Seems like a guy that can rebound pretty well and pass. And I love his defense. 1.2 steals and two blocks from the power forward position is pretty nice. So um, I feel like they're going to have to rely on him a lot. Either that or play some of these other guys that are down there on the bench that aren't getting much minutes. So um, I guess we'll see. Yeah, and I think the size of this team is a concern. Um, They lost 6'10 and 6'8. And then... Um, they did bring in a six nine guy who's gonna, I think, inevitably going to be forced to play some minutes. Um, two of their now sophomores are six eight and six nine, um, but it's really just those three guys, you know, uh, that are taller than six six. They've got three guys, so mm-hmm. um, it'll. That's an interesting rotation, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Legros gets a starting spot here. Mm-hmm. Um, they also lost their starting point guard, who was. Not a scorer, but uh, 7.8 assists, um, 2.3 turnovers, um, and only 47% true shooting. So um, interesting to see who steps in there as well. Maybe Dylan Travis, who played backup for him last year. Um, Yeah, I I think they're trying to do their best to plug the holes. um, But with the the limited size, it might be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's it's a bit fishy to start Coy Dornbush at mm-hmm. at power forward, right? He's six four. Do you guys get it? Fishy, because Coys are fishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is, is okay. That, the... <laughs> that was the joke. But but it is fishy because he's six four. I mean, and yeah. they graduate their six ten guy. They had one six nine guy. Uh, I mean, this team did not do well in the PTT. Lost their first round and lost most of the games in the PTT. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually surprised that they were a three seed. <laughs> In the PNTT, because the PNTT is stacked this year. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. It, I don't I don't see it going well for this team. I think that they're going to have a rough go at it, especially because Flagstaff, the four seed, um, got a lot better. So let's go ahead and jump over to them. Uh, so we have for the sure. Flagstaff Whippersnapper, Whippersnappers. Mm-hmm. Um, easy to say. Out of Conference 32, Cheese's very own conference, coached by Tau 2006, uh, which was a pretty solid year. 
at least compared to 2020. They lose their 243-221 class, so an abysmal class, and they add the 2747 class, which is pretty awesome. And they don't play anyone really difficult uh, in their uh, out-of-region games. They do have three Conference 15 teams, uh, which is always a problem, but they're the bottom uh, Conference 15 teams. So what do you guys see here in Flagstaff? Yeah, you mentioned they're in our conference, so we, we play them at least twice every year. Um, and Flags, I'll say this at the outset, Flagstaff is a team that's giving me a little bit of hope right now because they had a few really bad recruiting years in a row mm. and were kind of um, in the pits there. And then they really turned it around, and this is their third class in a row now that's um, really solid. And so, mm. uh, man, they're, they're back. Uh, they're going to make the NTT this year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them, you know, back up uh, at the top of the power rankings like they used to be um, 10 seasons ago or so. But uh, late in the season last year, um, Tao benched Cameron Gonzalez and went with DeAndre Lowry at point guard. Um, and that kid started lighting it up. Um, so that combo of Lowry and Hibbler is much more lethal than it looks on paper, at least with their final stats there. Yeah. Um they can fill it up, and then they they add these guys um, like Austin Craner, uh, almost 22 points a game, 4.2 assists, uh, 1.4 steals. Um, so, man, I think they've got a really solid backcourt. And then uh, the two guys in their now junior class, Tristan Rudd and Jacob Brown, um, are really, really great um, athletic guys too. Jacob Brown is a guy that can step out and knock down the three ball. Mm-hmm. Um He's a great defender. Uh, we have an all-American power forward and Ethan Reese, and and Brown steps right up to the plate and shut him down. So, um, man, I think Flagstaff's going to be really good this year, and I'm kind of bummed I have to play him. Yeah, yeah. it's a little – I was going to say, ahead. it's a little interesting. I actually read what he was saying on the message board, and he actually said that Samuel Rayburn would be playing center. So I was a little confused what? by that. With uh, Interesting. He said he probably fits best in uh, – power forward but he's a good rebounder and an excellent athlete so he's going to put him at um center to start and then he s- said he was going to start craner at point guard who was his uh one tie that he won um so pretty interesting to me um mm. i mean they must be really great um ranked or he just doesn't like daniel alexander i'm not sure you know but i just thought that was really interesting yeah, that, that worries me. It um, might be some coach speak, though, you know. it's like Sure. You got Blacksburg coming up. You know Blue Skies can be reading the message boards. Maybe can maybe you can catch them off guard. I don't know. Um, but, you know, that's that's part of this game. You know, that's part of the PNTT. But, you know, you just got to take the press for what it says, especially when you can't – you don't have um, – you don't have the media going to practice right now with COVID. You know, you have to listen to coach speak sometimes. Mm, that's fair. I, I do have Sorry. one uh, issue with something Chi said. So he called uh, their point their point guard from last year, DeAndre Lowry, but there is no apostrophe in his name. It's spelled D-O-N-D-R-E. So I'm just going to say it's Dondre, uh, Esta La Biblioteca. And, like and D'Angelo Miles. Right, exactly. D'Angelo, Dondre. Yeah. Um, that's the only issue I had with I him. I don't think said, I've though. ever seen a player in – DTO with an apostrophe in his name. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. That's the point. It's not too late to start. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's go ahead and go into predictions for this group. Uh, what do you guys foresee happening? You stole what I was going to say, Jimmy. Um, I, no disrespect to Flagstaff. I think Lansing and uh, Blacksburg are the two best teams here. 
Um, and I was, I was going to say, I think Lansing's super talented, but Blacksburg is returning everybody and they have a system figured out. Um, so for me, that's who I'm going to go with is Blacksburg, but all three of those teams are obviously really good and, uh, it could go either way. Yeah. I'm going to have a hard time picking up against Blacksburg right now. Um, especially with all the unknowns in Lansing. Um, so yeah. Yep. Yep. I agree. I mean, I did some projections just based on their schedules. And so I had Blacksburg, uh, going into that final game against Lansing four and one. I think Lansing will go into that final game four and one as well. Um, and I, I have Blacksburg coming out on top at five and one and Lansing at four and two. I think like, like Tahoe has a pretty tough schedule. They're going to go one and five. And then I'm pretty worried or I'm pretty excited for Flagstaff's schedule. So I actually think they can go four and two as well. They just don't play anyone good. Um, so, and they might even steal the bid from Lansing with a higher, um, point differential because Lansing's schedule is so difficult. So I do pick Blacksburg. I think Flagstaff just because of their schedule might have a chance at an at-large bid. So I mean, they might have a chance at winning it. Um, Blacksburg Blacksburg has a tough schedule. If they can split those first two games Mm -hmm. and get a good point differential in the other four, I mean... Flagstaff could take this bid for sure. I yeah. I don't want to rule that out for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they beat Blacksburg or Lansing, I think they win the the group. Um, I just think it's going to be difficult to do that. Yeah, Blacksburg I think will be tough, but Lansing's still figuring themselves out. So I could see I could see Flagstaff pulling an upset there. Yeah, that's definitely true. Sure. Yep. yep it yep. is interesting that Blacksburg and Lansing play in Game Six. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. is a good good job. Yeah. Good job, scheduling committee. Well, yes. the one and two seeds always play each other in game six. So, What's any truth? So, we're, once again, good job, Word. scheduling community, <laughs> committee. Um, what? Any uh, players to watch? We talked about a lot of guys in this group, but who are you guys watching? I really like Hunter Prigg from Blacksburg. Oh, yeah. Um, highly touted guy, averaged almost 20 and 10 last year, 4.3 blocks. <laughs> Yeah, the guys are ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, I mean, for a group that we we said for all the other teams, like uh, they're going to struggle with like height. You know what I mean? They're going to struggle with height. They're kind of figure out their center and their power forward position. Like Hunter mm-hmm. Prigg is like, I'm going to eat. Like, can, are you? I don't know. He's going to put up ridiculous numbers in this tournament. I yeah. Think. Yeah, Luke mm-hmm. Fry is going to be really good. Um, yep. I actually am going to be picking uh, Alejandro Weave, uh, Wheeler to win the player of the. Um, conference. Interesting. I think they're going to have to really rely on him with losing so much scoring, and right. um, I That's just think point. they're going to run a lot through him. So I'm going to pick him. Yeah, I mean, you lose 52 points, 53 points per game um, in Lansing out of their 88. I mean, that that's pretty significant. So I think that's a great point, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we will be back next with the Seven Group. So stay tuned. <laughs>